0: warning this podcast will contain spoilers about the series hunted australia it'll contain some strong language and at some point may even contain a dog hide and seek is a childhood classic game played by children all around the globe but how about when they become grown-ups?
1: Could they leave behind the lives they built and stay hidden in order to win a cash prize, evading capture from their country's elite team of hunters?
0: My name's Craig.
1: And I'm Nat. In 2022, we discovered the UK version of Hunted and became obsessed.
0: We've since found out about Hunted all around the globe, and for this series of the podcast, we're going Down Under to talk all things Hunted Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. I've just received information that we have 18 fugitives in two vehicles headed towards the Melbourne area. Copy check. I, do, it we'll review the footage. Stand by. You gotta trust your instincts. I know you thought you were trusting them today. Know, Maybe you were, we don't know if they came. That's just it, we don't. The thing that scares me the most about going on the run is paranoia, just that whole unknown element of will we be hunted today?
1: Surveillance in Australia, I just feel like everyone's being
0: watched. If I can't outsmart the hunters, then how am I supposed to do my own job? It's almost conflicting to normally be the good guy. You're the bad cop now. Yeah, you still have to win.
1: Why not my house? I mean, that's an option. That's a rookie error. Only because it's the first night, they'll be thinking, well, who are they gonna reach out to
0: first? I quite honestly don't think it's gonna be an issue tonight. That's the access point right there for vehicles. So if we're going to deploy a sentry camera on that, we want to have it in a position that can cover the driveway and on foot, straight at the front door. All right, Delta team, what I need is you to put a camera up so we can see all access points. Keep them under surveillance. Do not get compromised. Is there anyone in the car? Oh, look, then I'll be leading down.
1: We're going to lose Jackie in a minute. Is
0: that Jackie? That's That's Jackie. Jackie! Oh! Oh, (laughs) you That's
1: her. That's her. Oh, no. So it's time to get your capture pants on and run away from the hunters.
0: It's not the hunters I'd worry about. It's the 400,000 crocodiles and 140 species of land snake. It's okay.
1: No snakes and crocodiles are going to get you here. We're still in the UK.
0: Jordan might, though. Good point. Welcome to the Hunter Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Hunted podcast. It's the final episode-ish of our Australian Hunted series. I can't believe that we've actually got this far 9 weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought that we'd be sitting here. I would have thought that we'd have abandoned it and given it up as a as a bad job. Yeah. But here we are. We made it. We did. And today we're going to do one final episode. So, just to sort of let you in behind the curtain a little bit, we had planned to do 10. Yeah. But logistically, the 10th episode, in terms of dates, doesn't work with something else we've got up our sleeves. Nope. Um, so, we're just going to do the 9, mm-hmm. um, and then we might revisit the 10th at a later date. Yes. So, um, anyway, so this will be for now the final episode the in our end. Haunted Australia series. Which is probably about right because Hunted Australia Season 2 is now on in Australia. Yes. So it's a little bit confusing now as well. So, right, talk me through what we're doing today then. What's today's episode all about?
1: Okay, so today we are going to look at Australian hunted as a whole. Um, And we're going to do a little comparison to our hunted. We're going to see whether we've got anything similar, anything different. We're just going to look at everything as a whole.
0: Now we've been quite methodical with this, haven't we? Yes. We've categorised we it. We have. And sort of made little bullet point notes and things like that. We'll probably go off piece at some point as we usually do, but we have tried to make it like a fair comparison. Yep. So let's talk you through just bullet points some of the comparison Ooh, notes that we've got. Okay. So, the first one.
1: The setup.
0: Uh, so then, we're, so we're going to be talking about like rules. Um, how it's explained, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, how the show is initially set up. When you first sit down to watch it, how it all mm-hmm. sets up to sort of grab your attention. What else have we got? Uh, we've got HQ. Yeah.
1: We've got the Ground Hunters. Yeah. We've got the Chief.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. So, we've got a nice little um, section just on the Chief. Just on the
1: Chief. Uh, we've got Captures. Yeah. Um, we've got Fugitives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we've got Episode Structure. And then we're just going to have a little look at what we would bring to the UK from yeah. Australia.
0: So we've got a few other things that we'll throw in in between as well yeah. along the way, but there are your headlines. So without further ado, uh, we'll delve straight into it. But before we do that, if you've enjoyed um, Australian Hunted, the re- recap yeah. series and things like that, and if maybe you've just caught the Hunted podcast for the first time, you're thinking, ooh, what's that all about? Do feel free to you know follow us on social media.
1: Twitter at HuntedPod, Instagram at HuntedPod, Facebook HuntedPod, threads if anyone's still using it at HuntedPod, or email huntedpod at outlook.com.
0: I mean, I'll be honest, I've not used it since <laughs> the show was set it up. <laughs> so, we we'll probably get back on that. I keep getting notifications from it. Yeah. So, I should probably go on there and post more content. Yeah. It's almost like when we set up the Facebook page and didn't do anything with it until like Celebrity Hunted. Yeah, just sort of left it to. But f- to I, th- I
1: think people in general have forgotten a bit about threads already. Yeah, there was like a hype. Oh, that's a cool word. There was a hype about it, um, and people have just forgotten now.
0: But we are on there. We are on there, yeah. And we may—I mean, go and follow us at Hunter Pod, and we may appear at some other point. I mean, to be honest, I think we probably peaked on day one when I shared the two memes of. Um, I think it was the, it was the sorry Jordan thing of like us realising that we've just added another social yeah. media thing and it was the fuck's, fuck's gift, sake. So I think we've probably peaked at, at that probably, point. Probably, yeah. So we just retire. Oh it was the Lisa gif. It was the it's making me feel all warm inside. <laughs> That's probably a really bad impression of Lisa and I, <laughs> I apologize wholeheartedly <laughs> to the to the UK chief. Right. <laughs> so now you know where to follow us. Yeah. Let's delve into it. Let's go right. back to the other side of the, the world and let's talk the comparison between those down under. Hello, us in good old jolly England. <laughs> Two bad impressions. Both countries, Would I'm make. sure, will be horrified by them. Let's move on.
1: So, let's start with the setup. Yeah, we'll start at the beginning and we'll work our way through. The setup rules Yeah. now. We don't know much. I mean, I know that we know more about the rules here because we've spoken to people. So we know more about the having to move, having to see family, having to contact someone, that kind of stuff. And at the start of Australia, they do tell us a little bit.
0: Yeah, there's a danger with us, I think, sometimes. We've got so invested in this show, which is great. Yeah. You know, we've started this podcast. We've got some Really exciting things will pass, leave which we are buzzing about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got to know a few of the hunters and a few of the people on the show personally and things like that, and made friends with them. Yeah, so naturally, we've had a peek behind the curtain. Yes, and sometimes it's difficult to forget that and remember what it's like, what it was like when we first watched the show. Yeah, that very first show when we sort of sat down and watched it, the very first show in each season some those rules aren't explained we've no. never known about no. the whole you've have to move you have to do certain things at certain points no. without speaking to people that were on the show it is the whole reason why we set this podcast up to try and find that information out and share it but hunted australia they go a little bit further i think in their setup and they actually do showcase what the mm. what those rules are going to be
1: and they tell you straight away so straight away they tell you they must stay on the move. They must attempt to throw the hunters off and they must seek help from friends and family.
0: Yes, they must. I'm trying to find my first page, <laughs> my, on, my notebook fell apart and it's, uh, it's all over the place. I found it. Yeah, so what else did I get? So uh, yeah, it also tells you in Hunts Australia for season one anyway, we've not seen season two yet and when it comes out in the UK, we will do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because there is somebody on... Hunted Season 2 Australia. Can you believe this? That used our podcast to set them up, like to find out information about what to do on the road. That
1: run. is ridiculous. I know. Because we just spew a load of rubbish.
0: So, spoiler alert behind the, the curtain for you again Hunted Australia Season 2 was filmed in January. Mm hmm. So, early Which is their summer. Which is their summer. So by that point, we already had 10 episodes of the show out. And it's those t- early 10 episodes where we were talking about it from that raw viewer's point of view mm-hmm. before we knew some of the rules about you have to yeah. move and all that. So so we someone in Hunted Season 2, not going to tell you who, you have to wait until it comes out so we can interview them, has used our podcast to prepare themselves for life on the run. <laughs> Man. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it tells you they've got no idea where they, they're going to go, so they can't pre-plan. Whereas nope. In the hunted UK version, sometimes they can, sometimes yeah. they can't. Um, they just have an
1: overnight bag.
0: It gives you the idea of what hunted HQ have to go on, which is just a name agent hometown. Um, it tells you that they've got to surrender all their devices, that they've, they have to seek help from friends and family. They have to attempt to throw the hunters off the scent um, and that they have um, $500... And a Mikey card, is it? I think yes. it is, isn't it? Um, so it gives you all that. And it also tells you where they can run. So mm. obviously, Australia, far bigger than the UK. Um, so they, in season one, could run anywhere in Victoria. And how they have fade catch is also up to them. So there's a little bit more of the rules explained, mm-hmm. which personally I quite like. Yeah. Because... Especially when you launch the show for the first time. I think what we've got to remember when we're talking about Hunted Australia, it is season one. Yeah. Emphasize the one. It's their very first one. Some of them may have seen the UK version um, or the American version, apparently. Yeah. One season of that. But they. it's important when you're launching something to a new viewer to set the scene very early doors. So actually, that's a big tick in the yes yeah. column
1: yeah because they they let people know what's happening and what's going to happen you know they've got this many days there's this many people they're going to win this much money if they get to the end they've got to do this this and this in order to get to the end so people know what sort of what to expect but also what they're looking out for
0: yeah um i think that's that's a a real real plus and it helped me i think cause i had some massive reservations mm. about watching hunted australia before we did mainly because i'm loyal to the uk version yeah mainly because i have this thing about like i know what i like and it takes a lot for me to like something yeah. different um so i was really pleased about that because it helped me settle into it and sort of understand right well this is what they're doing in mm. their version so i can now understand it from their perspective yeah
1: yeah, it was, it was good. I liked that it was all set out and it was very nice to follow. Um, and, you know, it was explained in a nice way. And, yeah,
0: it was good. Uh, shall we talk HQ? Because Go on, then. I think that's a big point, isn't it? A- yeah. A- about how Hunted works. You've obviously got the ground team and the HQ team. And the Hunted Australia HQ team... Do operate in a slightly different way to what the UK version do, but also, don't know if you if you notice if you look really closely, Mm. you'll notice that there's a significant, there's significantly less bodies in HQAU than HQUK.
1: There is, yeah. There's not as many people at all, but they still work really well.
0: Yeah, they've all got the same roles. They've all got that sort of some are going to be in the intelligence team, some are going to be in the um, tech team, all of that sort of stuff. So they've both got their individual roles, but there is significantly less mm. of them, well, seemingly less of them anyway. And there's a reason for that. And there's a reason... I don't know if we should come on to this at the end or not, the whole big jump between captures. There was a...
1: Oh, yeah, cut of vid.
0: Yeah. I don't know if we should talk about that more at the end and whether that is more of a... Something which spoilt the show, or something which influenced on the filming, or well, whether it, that's it, a reason. It massively
1: for he- influenced on the filming, filming because there was less people in HQ. Yeah. Which is why, because of COVID. Yeah. Because their first series was filmed what last year?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So Australia was still quite serious about. Yeah. COVID. So that's why there's less people.
0: Yeah. So it's. Yeah, we'll talk, maybe we'll delve into that. In fact, no, let's delve into it now because it does it impacts HQ the more more than what it does. So we have had, again, this is the great thing about doing this podcast. People are willing to talk to us mm-hmm. and willing to talk to us about behind the scenes stuff. We're not going to betray their confidences in terms of saying who that is and who um, and name them and things like no. that. But we have... I think it's fair to say that we have had a few messages from a few different people that worked on the show that have explained that there's a reason why there was a significant jump in days. Yeah. And it's not necessarily due to the fact that they got away. Or they couldn't find them. A few people in HQ tested positive for COVID and therefore couldn't be on set to film. Nope. But... This is a live investigation. This is treated as a live investigation. So the producers couldn't go... Uh, and also, one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to say who those people yeah. were that had COVID. Um, it, it's just one of those things. But let's just say that the people that had COVID were significant enough within the HQ rankings mm-hmm. and hierarchy and importance to HQ. Yeah. I just had the microphone then. Sorry if you <laughs> heard that. Um, they were involved enough in hq for it to uh, have a an impact yes but the producers because it is a live investigation couldn't turn around and say right get on the phone to all the fugitive teams tell them to stop where they are we're and just we're gonna pause gonna pick this up in 10 days time. <laughs> yeah doesn't happen that did not happen no. in the world when covid was a thing, no, um, in the real, like in real life, criminality. No, they criminals didn't, didn't pause. They didn't get on the phone to a gangster and go, "Oh, whoa, whoa, hang on a minute, mate." The DCI is is, is come down with it. Do you mind? We'll pick up the chase. We just pause for two on. weeks. Yeah, just pause it for two weeks, and we'll come back onto yeah. the trail. It influenced an impact on live investigations. Yeah. And to be fair, I think the one thing hunted, hunted Australia didn't do, and this is perhaps on the producers for maybe trying to hide it. Whether or not it was a choice to try to hide it, maybe they should have been open about it because actually it's an impactful thing yeah. which does have bearing on the game and yeah. the investigation. Maybe they should have owned it. So there was a lot of disruption in HQ for probably a good eight to ten days mm-hmm. with um, people not being being there, and you know you do have to give people days off work, and we know that in the UK version that. Everybody that's in HQ, if it's a 21-day investigation, is not in that head office for 21 days straight. They have days off. They have rest days, as you would in the police. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it, where it did have a bit of an impact. They probably should have owned it, and it did maybe make it feel a lot less busy in, in HQ. But there were some pros about HQ, there was and no know one of you have a big one don't you you have a big plus which I know you want to see get put in a box put on a plane and sent over
1: <laughs> right one the operations table
0: you're a big fan of that
1: yeah because they have somewhere to meet around it's not just like a gather around it's like no let's all get round the operations table and they have pictures of all of their fugitives on the table in their pairs all set out nicely and then you have his little notepad.
0: Have you seen the trailer for season two? No. It's a digital table. <gasps> so they literally press on it and oh, it comes up on screen. I want one. I can't wait. Basically I, a giant iPad.
1: I just like it. Instead of, like, they had their boards as well. Yeah. But they sort of took a background and it was, there's just this one table that we all gather round and it, I don't know, I just liked it. It was a central point. For everyone to be together. Yeah. And I would like to put it in a box, ship it over to the UK, and put it in our HQ.
0: And then there's one bit of um, HQ operational mantra. I'm trying to think of the word. Yeah. If you th- if you hear me like, stutter over my words at some point, I don't know if you can hear this in the podcast. Hopefully you can't, but our neighbours are strumming their garden at the minute. <laughs> We've got to have the window open because it is boiling in here. So apologies if you... Uh, we are going to go and buy a, a fan later Yes, we on. are. Um, but apologies if you can yes. hear that. Anyway, um, what I was going to say was they there is one other thing which HQ does, yeah. which our HQ doesn't do as much of. Because um, our HQ basically looks like that they do a lot of the investigative work mm. in terms of like this is who to go and visit. This is where they were last seen. This is what they were wearing. It looks like they've got this. It looks like they went in that direction. They're on the train. And they like are information feeders. Yeah. Um, and then it's the ground teams, like JP, Mel, Bex, all of that. Yeah. Like Jordan, Shaz, who in the UK version, who go and do the investigative work and say to you, so where did you last see Craig? Are you sure he's not been in touch? Yeah. And do that. Whereas in the Australian version... David Craig gets on, um, <laughs> what's FaceTime? There we go. And uh, says it's David Craig, the chief here. Let's, uh, uh, and he have so a chit chat. He's very much watching because they're always on the the phone. Yeah. They've always got the phone there and they're filming it. So they do the initial bit, and if David Craig feels like they're not answering questions right or not the future, like the fugitives' friends yeah. are not answering questions right, not the ground hunters are asking them wrong if there's something amiss david craig will jump in and go are you sure about that because every t- you know and yeah. has that extra level of involvement and it's not just him is it
1: no no everyone else sort of gets involved with interrogating people you know um we have more involvement of hq in questioning the public we see it a lot more in the australian one whereas in ours they just sort of say that they've got a tip off, whereas we actually see we see Ben a lot on the phone to um oh, bus driver graham um we see them questioning the public more
0: mm. yeah, and that's that's really really that's that's the thing I think we'd like to maybe take over to ours a little bit, which we'll come on to at the end when we go through that, but yeah. So I like the way that HQ is set up. The only thing I don't like about HQ mm-hmm. is that really bad plasterboard map thing which is in the corner which just makes it look like a cheap TV studio yeah. from the late <laughs> 90s. Where else are we going? So we've had HQ, so obviously it's uh, a nice... Groundhunters! To the
1: Groundhunters! Yeah! Um, I like that in Australia the Groundhunter teams are given letters. So like we... Our ground hunters were just like, oh, Jordan Shaz. No, don't make me do this. Let's go. Alpha. Yes. Beta. Yes. Charlie. Delta. Echo. Oh, you want me to do the rest? Oh yeah. Fuck's sake. Foxtrot. Golf. Hotel. Indigo. Is
0: it? I don't think it's indigo.
1: It is? Is
0: it? Yeah! I don't think it's Indigo, but carry on.
1: Carry on. Oh, yeah, I don't know what J is. Juliet?
0: Juliet, there you go.
1: Kilo? Lima? Mike? N?
0: It's a month.
1: November. Oscar Papa Quebec
0: What did you s- yeah yeah go on carry on
1: Romeo Yep Sierra Yeah Tango Yes Uniform Yeah Victor Yes W W W W W W W W W W W
0: W, W... It's not what you think. thinking. Whiskey.
1: Yes. X-Ray. Yes. Yankee. Yes. Zulu.
0: Right, what did you say for I? Indigo. Nope. Oh. So igloo. Got... <laughs> it's not Igloo, no. Come on, it's a country. India. Well Woo! done, you got there in the end. I got all but one. All but one. To be fair compared to your efforts in the very first podcast, I think you've done well there.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, right. thank you. I'm still going to say beef for Biscuits, though.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right, so the teams have team letters, names, whatever we want to call them, so we know what team they're referring to. But we then don't get to know the team members.
0: Not on the show. You have to do your Not research. on the show. Yeah. So,
1: like, we know here... Oh, yeah, that's Jordan. Oh, yeah, that's Shaz. That's JP. That's Bex. Whoever else. But I still don't know who half of them are in Australia. No. We just have excited high five boys.
0: That's Team Bravo.
1: Okay. The two women who...
0: I think Kim and Michelle, I think right, their name kay. was. Okay.
1: Um, and Jason.
0: In fact, I've got it here. Okay. Um, So, I I don't think these are in um, the right order in terms of um, what teams they were in. Okay. But I can tell you the season one um, Ground Hunters, all of their names. Yeah. I can tell you those. So, you've got Jason, Michelle, Luke, Marco, Clancy, Howie, Kelly, Rhonda, Jeremy and Kim are the uh, Ground Hunters. Ow. And if you want the HQ team as well, I can tell you them. Go on, then. So you've got Dr. David Craig. Ooh. Uh, obviously, our Ben. <laughs> you've got Reese, Jason, <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Carla. You've got Graham. You've got Kerry, Vicky, Carter, Steph, Jay, and Tamara. So obviously, you've, uh, and you've got their roles as well. So obviously, Dr. David... Okay, the Chief. The Chief. Uh, ben is Deputy Intelligence. Our Ben. Our Ben. Reese is Deputy Operations. So they're two both deputies, but one is intelligent and one they have different roles. Yeah. Um Jason is lead cyber. Ooh. Doctor Carla is the forensic psychologist, so she is Dr. Donna.
1: She's Doctor Donna. Uh
0: you've got Graham who's lead intelligence. You've got Kerry who's lead intelligence analyst. Ooh. Vicky is an ethical hacker. Carter is an open source source intelligence, as is Steph. Jay is digital forensics. And then you've got Tamara, who's intelligence officer. Hmm. So there you go. But in terms of um, what teams the Ground Hunters are are in, I can tell you that um, Jason, I think it was Michelle, his partner, was Team Alpha. I think it's Luke and Marco who were the excited high five brothers. Um, And then as as for that, I think maybe Rhonda... And maybe either Kim or Kelly were. Don't know. The D- team D, the ones who failed to get the fugitives in the opening episode, that ran away. I don't know. Anyway, I don't
1: know. but anyway, they make have it a bit personal. That's yeah, what saying, make it, it a bit more personal. We know our hunters. You know, we get to know them by name because that's how they. That's how they speak to them. Is that what? address them.
0: Address them, yeah.
1: Got there. Yeah, so that's how they address be them. Like,
0: it's Ray to Shaz and Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, they're going to be there in two days' time. If you set off now, you might get them. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. I've not had to go in for <laughs> nine I've <episodes, laughs> missed it. Sorry, Jordan.
1: But yeah, so we could be a bit more personal with the Ground Hunters, but yeah. if that's how they do things over there, then crack on.
0: I also think that's how they've done it, by looking at other series. Yeah. Like, they did it in America, I think they might do do it that way in um, other countries as well. By the way, we've had a couple of messages asking if we're going to do other countries. If we can find America, I'll begrudgingly watch it and do a series on mm-hmm. it. But any other country that requires me to read subtitles, it's not happening.
1: Oh no, I don't do subtitles. Sorry.
0: No, me neither. So um, yeah, that's so that's the ground hunters. Yeah. Um, but also with the ground hunters. Maybe we should talk about how they operate as well, we've yeah, spoken about how the h q team mm-hmm. operate, and there is a significant thing in Australia which I presume that our ground hunters very much do, yeah, but isn't shown okay, and that is when a fugitive is caught, they um Search their belongings. Yes. They do a little bit more with them. We see them be a little bit more active, and we actually see them. There's not a lot of it in the Australian hunters. I think there's like one clip, but we do see them doing a lot of the footwork,
1: mm-hmm.
0: going after the loose leads, which have been placed by the fugitives. So I yeah. think it's like um, I think Sonny Joe and Grace were a good example yes. of it. They put lots of different like bookings and stuff for them Mm -hmm. to chase while they went one way and they obviously have to check out everything so we do see a lot of the ground teams doing that work whereas in the UK we probably don't
1: no no we don't we don't see a lot of them going after like speaking to people making contacts we don't see a lot of that we just sort of see them doing what they're supposed to be doing yeah. Or, or doing what we think they're supposed to be doing and just chasing the fugitives.
0: And I'd like to see and I like this I'd like this in both versions. I'd like to see more of what yeah. they do. I'd like to understand more. Because naturally the way if you didn't watch Hunted and you didn't have a bit of an understanding of police operations, basically by watching traffic cops. Police, police ins- dramas, interceptors, reading crime novels and things yeah. like that. What would your perception be of a detective team versus a pl- like plot, mm-hmm. which is, you know, officers on the ground, being yeah. officers? What would your perception be if you were to put those together? Who would you say is the one which is more imperative and important to an invest- to ve- investigation? Would you say it's the detective team AKA the HQ gang team yeah. whatever or on the other hand Plod aka the ground hunters which one on the Wayne scales do you think has more importance in terms of catching the fugitives?
1: If I had no knowledge, I'd say detectives. Yeah. Because there's that detective mm. that sort of that sort of thinking that of the hierarchy that they're more important, they do more, they're more needed. Whereas without the plot, they don't get a lot of the information that they actually have. The plot is needed to do the groundwork, which is important, and get the information to the detectives in order for them to do further research.
0: Yeah, to use a couple of analogies mixed into one, I know how you love these. Um, It's like... Plod will plant the seeds and water the seeds. Mm. Detectives yep. will trim the bush and make it look nice and pretty yeah. and get it in shape yeah. and tend to it. Yeah. They'll do the digging and put the tree in the ground and they'll maintain it over the years. Plod will find the pieces of the jigsaw, yeah. go around the charity shops and make sure they've got all the... When you buy a charity ship jigsaw, you know that a piece is likely to be missing. So they'll find the missing pieces. Detectives will put it all together. And see
1: how it fits.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it'd just be nice to see more of the ground hunters doing... Working
0: working in tandem. Yeah. Because I think that is a big perception of anybody that watches the show or anybody that thinks about police procedure, Mm. that it is... That if you're a detective, you've got much more importance than ground officer where in actual fact it's not that different and I think Hunter has perhaps been a bit guilty of this over the years as well that when people have gone on the show that have been in the police Mm. they have been constables they have been those officers on the ground whereas everybody in HQ is a former detective inspector or a current serving detective detective constable or it's always were detective there are from like CID or investigative give squads like and yeah so it's there is that little yeah. bit of perception there so maybe it'd be nice to break that perception a little bit and have a little bit more focus and emphasis mm. on what the ground teams do because they are on the ground for a reason yes right um so we've covered rules, we've covered HQ, we've covered Ground Hunters. We'll come to tone of the show at the end. Okay. Um, and we'll maybe come to the chief at the end. Okay. Because I think we should probably do it in this order if you want to scribble this down. I think we should probably now go launch Fugitives.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Public response captures extraction. Yeah? What do you think?
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Right, so I've already forgotten which order I said because I've got no memory.
1: Launch.
0: Let's go. AKA, in the Australian version, they have a name for it. They do. Come on, I'm going to get this right. Is it D or J? I know J- it's point. J. Jump point.
1: What were you going to say? Drop
0: point. <laughs> both Look, both make sense, right? Jump. Jump point. Point. Jump point, okay. So, in the Australian version, they have the jump point And the way they set it up in that first episode was really good. It yeah. was filmed really, really good. Dark it, there was an ele- ele- element of yeah. criminality yeah. to it. That's why I got tongue tied. <laughs> there was that element to it and it really did have that tense feeling. Yeah. And then in my opinion it bombed because um, they then drove them into the middle of um, Melbourne. Melbourne and off the, and they just jumped and off they went yeah. like mad hat- like mad hatters. The UK version, obviously, you know, it's the first ever version Australian have done. I think from the trailers, they go by Speedboat in season two. I think, I can't remember. But obviously, the UK mix it up every year. They've done Speedboat. They've done Middle of the City. Mm. My favourite all-time one um, is the one where they put them on the Isle of Wight. I love that one. I love that one. And uh, sometimes they allow them to pre-plan their escape. Yeah. I liked in the celeb hunted one that they were in Shrewsbury prison and broke out of prison and I liked the one where they had trackers on in the yeah. celeb one before. So there's lots of different things they can do with it which is quite good and I guess for a first time they had to play it a little bit safe mm. and and do it in, in that way um, and it did cause a little bit of panic for the fugitives that were there and it did sort of but it did feel a little bit, oh, my God, what's going on? It was all of a sudden an overload on the the sensors. So I felt that they could have done that a little bit better and hope that they learn from that in the future. Mm. Um, But one thing I am glad they didn't do is what we essentially did in the first UK version. It was a very different show then, which, you know, we will do a full series on this. Yeah. Um, where they basically and they've done this. I've seen a bit of a clip in the American version, which is why I'm hesitant to watch it. Apparently, it gets really good. Okay, O.G. Danny has told us to stick with it. Right. But what I was saying is that first sort of five ten minutes in the American version, they jump out of them in the way that Americans Uh. do and go, "You're on the run, man."
1: Oh, make it sort of game showy. Yeah.
0: And it's, it was just a little bit like teeth clenching to watch. So mm. I'm glad the Australian version didn't do that. Yeah. And that they did just sort of like, you know, give them a bit of a, a, a push and, and they all went together. Yeah. And it sort of set the tone um, for the show. So, all right launch. and it But it did drag a little bit.
1: Yeah. The first few days dragged.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, where are we off to next?
1: Uh, we're off to the fugitives.
0: Ah, okay, talk me through the fugitives then. Remind me of uh, who we had and what oh we did and all way. of that stuff.
1: Thank you.
0: Something right, there you go. So,
1: in Australia, we had Jake and Rob, Staffy and Matt, Lavinia and Nick, Panit and Chris, Sonny, Joe and Grace, Karen and Brittany, Courtney and Derek. Erin and Lee and Jess and Angie and Michelle. So we had 18 in total. Yes. And we know from the trailer for the second series that they go up to something like 20. Yeah. So they're trying to get 20 in 21 days next time. Yeah. So compared to our, what, we probably normally have 10. Mm. That's a hell of a lot of fugitives. Yeah. And I think that's maybe why we don't see as much of everyone. We don't get to know them as much.
0: And I think that's one thing that we we do like. So we've sort of written down in our notes, haven't we, about their journeys and their personal yeah. progression. Like, there's so many examples we can give about, you know, what happened. There's a few springing to mind in the UK. You look at um, going all the way back to the earlier series, Alex and yep. Bob. Um, Alex in particular really brought his confidence on and yeah. um, really made him think and changed yep. him as a person. You look at um, Nathan in series six. Yeah. Obviously when he gets split up, obviously being deaf and mm. the confidence that he gains and that reassurance that actually you know the public do want to help yep. and, and all of those things. Even people like Sarah who come across as confident people go on journeys and you know really change that the, the way in which they um yeah approach things mm. and, and just go on these personal journeys. And we don't get to see Enough of that personal no. progression. It feels just more it is like us versus them. Yeah. Um one versus the other, good versus bad. Mm. We don't get to delve into the reasons too much why they're doing it on the show. Staffy alludes to it that yeah. he wants to, you know, start a family, but we don't necessarily understand why. Or no. we don't understand the cultures or their relationships. We know that is it Lavinia and Nick, the two that get married? Yes. Um that you know they're just doing it because they're about to get married and they want to have this life experience Mm. but we don't delve into it enough we don't delve into those insecurities enough and i want to see that and that's my fear that again 20 fugitives in 21 days it's too many and they're just trying to go oh look at us yeah yeah so i yeah i think even in this series there's too many
1: yeah i think i would have understood if they'd have had a clean sweep and got all 18 i'd understand adding the extra two like we've done 18 let's challenge ourselves but they didn't get all 18 two of them got to extraction and escaped and won so there wasn't that you're not challenging yourself because you didn't complete it last time so it's just a bit feels a bit show y.
0: It is show offy. I'm not gonna hide behind it. I think it is show offy. It is look at us, look what we can do. Yeah. And I get it because they do have more TV hours.
1: Yeah. But
0: That's not necessarily a good thing no, sometimes.
1: No, you like we we have ten fugitives. We get to know them all. Even if they go out quite soon, we still get to know them. Um so it it's just too many.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, right let's move on to um where do we get to after fugitive public we-
1: response
0: public response yes so this is one thing which staffie and matt spoke about in their interview with us uh, last week mm-hmm. on last week's podcast if you've not yet watched it or listened to it go and listen to it. it's very insightful yes um and very funny as well yes um but yeah because it's the first time they've done this a lot of the australian public didn't know what hunted was. So when they're going up to people saying, I'm a fugitive on the run, which again is part of what they have to say, and not I'm on the run for a TV Mm. show, I'm a fugitive on the run, can you help me? The response was less, I wouldn't say less positive, but it was certainly more reserved. And the public response to them does have an impact on the game. Whereas I think this time around in season two, because they'll have watched season one go out, Mm. they'll have seen the response to it, they'll understand what it is a little bit more there'll be a lot more. As we now see in the later UK series, there's a lot more, um, makes it harder for the hunters because they try and divert it more. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I think, obviously we saw quite a few people phone in yeah. this year. Um, I don't know whether that you'll get more of that next time or whether you'll see that sort of fugitive hunters camps form because they know what they're watching and they know what's happening
0: yeah i think that would be a big part of it as well um so it'd be interesting to see how that goes along Mm. um I think then we're, what, on extraction now, are we? Or no, oh, capture oh, Of course, captures. F- captures. Now, you have big bees in your bonnet about captures. This is going to be the last time you get to rant about it. Okay, so I'm going to gonna
1: have one final rant. I do not like that in Australia, when they are capturing someone, they are shouting, stop, you have been hunted down, stop, you've been hunted, stop right there. We never see it in the UK. We know that in the UK, hands-on means you've been captured. I get that we've had loads of people make comments about that. They're doing it to try and get them to stop or doing it because that's what they do in real life. I get that. You know, great. You can all have your comments, but this is how I feel. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like them shouting stop. I don't. It's more the you have been hunted. No, they've been hunted. You have to stop. No, they don't have to stop. And no, they haven't been hunted until you get your hands on.
0: Ranc- and also the captures in the in the AU version. Oh, were for boring. God's sake! Were so How dumb. how
1: many did we have where they were just sat on a flipping sofa?
0: Yeah, well let's go let's go through the the list, shall we? So, um, all right, the first one a little bit. Angie and Michelle, you know they did have a little bit of a run.
1: Yeah, but why did they? Right, this this is what annoyed me with that one. I can't
0: remember all of them, so I'm not going to go through them.
1: With Angie and Michelle both hunters went after one yeah why did you not split up you had one with a bad knee who you could get in two seconds yeah she
0: ended up getting away
1: she ended up getting away and being caught on a sofa yeah why did you why did one of you not go after her and one of you go after the other you don't have to both go after the same people
0: have you finished your run yeah okay so captures are out of the way then um they were a bit boring though as we said weren't they there's a lot where they were on the sofa. There wasn't a lot of action. Maybe that's just the way it worked out because that's the thing, isn't it, with the the captures. You can't guarantee what they're going to be like. Not every single one is going to be action-packed. Yeah, packed. I guess. And they just sort of... Pe- I guess maybe just wanted some shade. Most people went inside. <laughs> what was your favourite capture? What was the one which sort of got you on the edge of your seat thinking, oh, my God, go on, get away, or, you uh,
1: or get after them? Jake's.
0: Yeah, I think that one as well. That
1: was a good one, because I think think he possibly could have got away if he'd have taken that bike.
0: Oh, yeah, he should have taken the bike. So,
1: and obviously, like, he was climbing over stuff, he was running, he just came out at the wrong time. So, his was a good one.
0: Yeah, his was a good one. Um, Other than that, they were a little bit boring, and it was a little bit like how they were shown as well, and it was just... Yeah, you had the euphoria from HQ, but it was just a little bit like, yeah, well, well done. Yeah. It felt flat.
1: Well done. You've walked into someone's house and found them.
0: <laughs> Shall we move on? Yes. Before we get a load of hunters coming at yeah. us going, what are you you two on about? Yes. Go on, what's next?
1: Uh, extraction.
0: Ah. Favourite subject of ours, which we moan about a lot <laughs> on the podcast.
1: Because they keep using helicopters. And now of
0: all the things that they could have used in Australia... They used a helicopter. At least it was on the beach.
1: Yeah, but they still used a helicopter.
0: Yeah. I liked the whole thing of um the tw- the twenty four hour countdown. Yes. I was a fan of that. Yeah. Because that, that did make a lot of did make a lot of sense and mm. you did sort of feel the tension a little bit more with, with the way it played out and everything.
1: And I kinda liked it that the helicopter was there from ten minutes prior to extraction. Yeah. Like, hours, they literally land and you're straight on. Yeah. Whereas they, that one was there for, like, ten minutes. You've so
0: essentially got, like, ten minutes to get on after yeah. that it, it goes.
1: Yeah. I quite liked that, but other than that...
0: You wanted a little bit more? I just wanted something different. With the way it sort of played out and everything, the way that the whole um, series played out, with the way that the whole sort of... Uh, it built it up really, really good. Like, episode six, seven, and eight was really good yeah. tension. And then you get the finale, and it just fell flat a little yeah. bit. Like, especially with the extraction. I love the way it was edited 27 hours to go, 26, 25. And it, it sort of pinpointed where they were. But they could have done a lot more with yeah. the, the extraction. We've seen some good ones in the UK.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think if the last Celeb one had worked... Yeah. That plane one would have been really good because it was different. Mm. But can we stop using helicopters now, please? Yeah, let's have a little
0: think of uh, something else that we can do, shall we? Uh, right, what's next on our little list of uh, things? Or have we ticked off all we've, of the We've fi- ticked
1: the it all off.
0: So we've still got left then. Um, do you want to talk about The Chief because it yeah. he's in his own box or do you want to talk episode structure and pace? let
1: go The Chief. Go for it. I liked that he got more involved and I liked his little notepad.
0: You were a fan of his notepad. You are almost like a um stationary connoisseur. I love
1: a bit of stationery. You got you got some stationery and he had page tabs and it looked well organised. He had a good notepad, but also he got involved. Yeah. Like he wasn't just there to bark orders. I'm not saying that Lisa barks orders. Yeah. But he wasn't just there to bark orders. He got involved with the finding people and talking to people and he helped out and he seemed really encouraging.
0: Yeah, I always wrote down like pretty much every week, motivational. Yeah. Like he came out with some motivational speeches to try and like rally the troops and things like that. I like to say I love the way that he used to get involved on, you know, the the cause with with the, the fugitives that had been captured and things like that. I just felt like he was a good comfortable leader like yeah. the type of guy that wouldn't get on your back and say you're not meeting your deadlines mm. would emphasize the stress and the need and the um need we for gotta urgency. Do this. Yeah. But would do it in a nice way. I think you you'd want to work for him. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like maybe a few of the things that he did to come over to the UK thing. I know you're a big fan of The Notebook. I liked the motivational speeches. I liked the watching the interviews and stuff for the interrogations yeah. and him being able to get involved with them. He just seemed a little bit more active yes. in HQ than saying, right, team, where are we at?
1: Yeah, he was He was helpful.
0: So let's talk episode structure then, shall we? Um, and then we come on to our final thing of the good, the bad, and what do we take to the UK?
1: Okay, uh, Episode structure. Hmm. Now. That first episode.
0: Oh, my God.
1: We were on day, like, two by the time we'd finished. It needed to move quicker.
0: It did need to move quicker. Now, I'm going to say something now which might shock you. Oh. I like the fact it was nine episodes. Okay. I would like to see that in the UK. Okay. I think sometimes there is a need for more. Yeah. But with less fugitives. Yes. And less... Uh, I don't know. It depends who's in the game at that time because you can't predict how it's going to go. But imagine how epic the Celebrity Hunted finale would mm-hmm. have been. I mean, it was epic anyway, but imagine levelling it up to the next scale if they'd have done a hour-by-hour... Countdown. Yeah, I love that last little focus. Those last little bits of really honing on it in on yeah. the details and going hour by hour and almost having like a countdown clock on the screen and making you as a viewer feel really compelled and really like that you're a massive part of the action and that mm. you you really really feeling it and you want them to get away.
1: I get that. It's just the first episode... Oh, it was so long. It took too long to get to anywhere.
0: Yeah. And it's the same for every fugitive at that point. It's just panic.
1: Yeah, it it was just too much of... This is where this person is. This person's got to here. This person's got to here. Like, it didn't move
0: quick enough. At the pace that you'd want someone... When you're thinking about people running away and people trying to get away and hide... It didn't move at the pace no. that you'd expect it like, to move.
1: I am. I've just looked back at my notes, and two and a half pages in, it's four hours. Yeah. And then it's two days. We're leaving the first episode on two days, yeah, and not much had happened. Whereas if you think about the f- back to the first episode of Celebrity, a hell of a lot of ha- had happened in that time. Well, even
0: when the the civilian series before that, the one where they're on the Isle of Wight, yeah it pick, it has it had a pace about it, yeah it had the thing with a thing like hunted, and I get that it is an Australian thing that they have long series of of everything and long episodes and long episodes, mainly because they've got a load of ads, I imagine yeah. um I don't mind that I don't mind that longer length, mm. but I think what you have to do with that longer length is utilize that to your strength, and that's not going well, we've got an hour and a half, so let's do literally like hour by hour by hour no just focusing on the good bits focusing on that tension and really ramp that up and really ram that down your throats
1: yeah because it just not a lot happened
0: yeah like it didn't get it didn't give put me on the edge of my seat in fact if you listen back to the first episode review i think episode two of this series when i'm we're talking about that first episode i think i said i really hope it picks up the pace yes and I really hope it it does do something become that epic that it, it did. Yeah. All right, we watched it in a binge-watch style way, but we did sort of watch like maybe one or two episodes a week. Yeah. And as it got into the middle it did feel quite repetitive.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: But if you were watching that week by week as it went out, I think it'd be okay. But I've noticed that Season two in Australia, mm. they've sort of put on consecutive days. Ooh. And I just that's think that's too, that's much. too much. I, I don't know. it's that's The balance of pace is not quite right. Yeah. You want to be left on the edge of your seat. The UK does it really, really well when there's a cliffhanger. Um, and then you're made to wait a week. It's The storytelling is done really, really well. And I just don't think that the Australian version quite hit that mm. mark in series one um to to really grab my attention and to put it up there in the rankings of the series mm. that that I've watched for me um and I think a lot of it as well is maybe because of the way Australian TV works I'm not Australian I don't know but they do spend a lot after each break recapping as well yeah it does it so you're almost going one step forward two steps back yeah And it takes a lot of time to sort of build up that momentum again. Mm. Get that momentum building and go, 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 go. Really hone in on those stresses, those fears, those anxieties. Hone in on the chase rather than, oh, they've been here. They've made this mistake. They've done that mistake. let, let, Let them tell the story. Let the fugitives and the hunters tell the story and portray the point of the game.
1: Yeah, I think there's too much recap. Too much the the voiceover guy has too much time compared to the fugitives. Yeah. Like, I want them to tell us where they've been. Yeah. Not a random guy going Stephen Helen
0: have got lost in some woods. Stephen Helen, is Stephen it? Stephen Helen. Okay, fair enough.
1: You never know, we might get Stephen Helen. Because
0: I also think with that as well, one thing you would get is the people like Sonny Joe and Grace who we didn't see we at all saw. and then we just saw them get captured. Yeah. They'd get more airtime. They yeah. get more they have more chance to tell their story. Yeah.
1: Like if that was the UK, we'd see all the random stuff that they did, but because there was so many pairs of fugitives, yeah. they weren't showing all the random silly things that they were doing. You just got a glimpse of them and it wasn't I didn't think it was fair.
0: Yeah it's almost like the longer you stayed in it the more airtime you yeah. got it wasn't yeah it, th- the the storytelling of it wasn't quite what I expected it no to be right we're nearly at the end um, it's time to talk the good and the bad so I think we did this at the end of the first episode when we watched it I think we picked three good things three bad okay. th- three bad things um, that you enjoyed and didn't enjoy about the series so what do you want to do first good or bad
1: um. <laughs> Let's do bad.
0: Go for it. Mm. I know what your first one's going to be.
1: Them shouting, stop, you've got to stop, you've I been hunted. I've again. I've again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that is my bad. Stop. You've got to stop, you've been hunted. Yeah, but you've not
0: touched me, so bye. Exactly.
1: That's number one. Number two, um, the length of the episode's. That's, that's I know it's it's an Australian thing but it too long too long um and my third one I think my third one is gonna be us not getting to know the hunters they're just team alpha Charlie whatever instead of their actual names.
0: Yeah, for me, I can't disagree with the the capture thing. Um, I get why they do it. Yeah, um, you know, it'd be a production thing. They want them to shout it, and they've got to shout something to try and get their attention. If you're a police officer, you'd be shouting, you know, stop or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. But I don't like. We don't have it necessarily in the UK version. I don't like it, um, and I don't want to. Don't want to see too much of it because it's almost you don't. That's not it when you're playing TIG, is it? So. Um, the second thing, again, I can't disagree, episode length. Mm. Series length and episode length are different. Series length, bang on. I like the fact that there's a couple of episodes Series more length was fine. Because it gives you that opportunity to explore those themes of um, fear anxiety and really hone into that and really have a little bit more yeah. grit. But the length of the episode... No, no, no. No, too long. Um, and then I think the final bad thing for me... Mm. Um, fake set
1: yeah it doesn't fit fe- okay. it doesn't
0: feel like it doesn't feel like a busy invest invested to give if that's a word you invest- know what i
1: mean investigative. Invest-
0: no. to, to give, yeah.
1: investigative
0: that's the one it doesn't feel like that kind of yeah. office it feels it feels very faked and production mm-hmm. heavy um it lacks a little bit of authenticity the yeah. hq side of things um so, yeah, that would be my final one. Okay. Good points. Yep. Um, I, again, I think there are there are several good points to take away from it. I'm not saying that it's a bad series no. um, at all. I think one would be um, the series length. I know yep. I've complained about episode length, but the series length, like I've just said, I'll flip it on its head. You know, I, I liked the fact that we were able to explore those themes a little bit more and to to really hone in on that my other thing was i liked the fact that hq interacted a little bit more yeah um and seems to have a little bit more of a collaborative role mm. and the final one for me is the fact that they show what happens um, next a little bit so yeah. when they're captured you see team alpha bravo charlie echo delta all of that lot you see them search the person who's been captured yeah. for information. I like that because it gives you a more of an idea of the trail it went. Hmm. I'm going to swap one of those out. I'm going to swap the the middle one, which I said, yeah. about whatever. And I'm going to put in its place the graphics.
1: Oh, okay. I liked the
0: graphics. I liked the maps. I liked the um, look at, like, Alf- alphas here, there, there. I love the little mapping. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: They're my three.
1: Okay, Uh, number one, I'm gonna have to copy your third one with seeing them search bags and stuff. I like seeing that that's where additional information comes from. Um, My second one, operations table. I just (laughs) love it, I love that they have a central point that they all gather around and all their information's there and they all stand and have a little chat and they know where they're going, I like that. Um, and my third one, I think my third one's got to be how involved HQ get with the interrogations that they're there, but they're helping to interrogate and they're supporting the ground hunters.
0: Okay, so we're nearly there then. So we've got one final category. Mm. And that is, you are a UK producer of the show. you yep. watch the Australian version. What are you taking from the Australian version into your next Filming a lot of the UK version. Other than the operations table.
1: Oh! <laughs> um, I'm getting HQ to join in with the interrogation. I'm getting JP to video call Raimondo and Lisa. And they're all going to have a group interrogation of the fugitive or the suspect.
0: Anything else you take into to it? Um,
1: no, because you've told me that I can't say it. <laughs> I'm going to give the chief a notebook.
0: You're going to give the chief a yep. notebook, okay. We'll get her a, sorry, Jordan notebook. <laughs> first, <laughs> last one. Um, for me, I want to take in that emphasis on the ground hunters a little bit more. Mm. I want to see them. Again, this is where people might counter-argue our thing about episode length because someone might go, well, you're never going to see that because the episodes are too short and we've got to fit other things other things in. Well, that's fine, but, uh, but put that in. Mm. Um. And it is the whole search thing. I want to see a little bit more of what the ground hunters do. Yeah. They cover a lot of ground. I want to see more about their processes. Mm. I want to see a little bit more about um, the times they miss as well as hit. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's not a success every single time. And I think that's that's it for me. Those, those little finer details into mm. what the hunt is. You Know we are at a point in the UK now where we very much see it as a game show because yep. we're six series of civilian in you know, we're five or whatever of celebrity hunted mm. in. We know that it's looked at more of a game show now than a social experiment, which it first was. Um, so I'd like to maybe take that investigation element back into it and have yep. a little bit of focus on this. Um, I've got one final question for you before Done we uh, say good day and goodbye to australian hunted and that is your thoughts from the first episode that the very end of the first episode even before we even sat down watching yeah. it, those perceptions that you had yeah have they changed based on what you've watched because for me i think mine have a little bit i wasn't looking forward to watching it it took a lot of persuading from you to me to actually sit down and watch yeah. it um because I I'm so invested in the UK version. It's almost like protecting your baby. You don't want to see... Hmm. I imagine it's like a f- when you, you've built up a million pound business and then you go and franchise it. Yeah. And you see people making little slight yeah. subtle changes to it. Yeah. I was a little bit fearful of that. I would watch it again. I will watch season two when it hits the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my thoughts have changed generally towards it. I just would like the two to maybe marry up a little bit yeah. more and and feel like a common theme rather than it's it, it being their version and it being theirs and ours. Mm. I want it t- to become ours. They've yeah. got our Ben, so let's, you know... Marry up. Maybe we could do a special where, I mean, this is going to go off on a bit of a tangent now, so I, pre- I, I apologise, but... Fugitives are quite used to their area.
1: Mm.
0: And there is a lot to be said for... Um, staying close to what you know. But there's also a lot to be said about putting a little bit more fear and anxiety on on somebody. Mm. And that is running in a place where you don't know. What's the worst feeling in the world in terms of fear and anxiety? I'll tell you what it is. It's driving in a place you don't know when it's dark and raining. You don't know where you're going. And you're tired and you're frustrated. Mm. You don't know where you're going. You become disorientated. So what about... UK yep au you okay. together, so six fugitives go from so they have to become pets, pa- so six stay in the U- say this six there's 12 people yep right yeah six are so 12 from each 12 Australians yeah 12 from the U- the UK six Australians come to the UK mm-hmm. and get paired with the UK people yeah. and vice versa. Okay. And the investigative teams do the same as well. So David Craig comes over to the UK, Lisa goes out to the A to AU. Um so maybe like Lisa and Mark go to AU and um Graham and um David chief. come to the UK mm-hmm. and Ben's like us super,
1: like, <laughs> don't need to use
0: the word floater, but floater. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, he's the link that yeah. puts it all together. Wouldn't that be fascinating to see that would people, be good. like, basically they get off the, they get off the plane. I mean, you could always, you know, fake the getting off the plane thing. Mm. But they get off the plane and as soon as they land their fugitives.
1: Mm. That would be good. And,
0: and I then think... they're a different country. Don't know where they're going. They've got no allies. They've got no, friends they have Mm. to literally you know rely on their wits.
1: yeah i think that'd be good
0: yeah
1: it'd definitely be different
0: and then the extraction point could be in another country entirely
1: Mm. and they've got to get there. i don't know something
0: like that or yeah i I don't know how that'd
1: work because then you because they can put stops on passports
0: yeah that's true actually yeah but i like the i do like the idea of like I like maybe here, the thought of
1: I like maybe the thought of you know how we started in the Isle of Wight Yeah maybe finish cuz you've got like the Isle of Man Jersey Yeah Guernsey Isle of Wight you could have the finish as being on one of those
0: Yeah I like that I just like the idea of coming to a different country and having to rely on your wits rather than your network no i like that i don't know that'd be good Uh, anything you any um anything else in terms of your thoughts on have your thoughts changed on they have
1: they have but i still think next time if the episodes are as long i'm gonna still gonna find it difficult to have that motivation to carry on i think that's just how you know you know when we see that they're like 70 80 minutes long Some of them are like
0: two hours long so yeah
1: told. and i just i don't i don't know if i've got that in me
0: yeah all in all yeah does it rank so we've got all of the uk series that we've watched and now we've got one australian series there isn't particularly like one or two bad uk series which mm. we've, which we've watched in the past where does hunted australia rank in there because i'm not it's it's not up there in terms of, like, the best. Mm-hmm. And if I watched it, and it was the first first time I'd watched anything of that ilk, would it inspire me to sit down and make a podcast about it? No. no. Um, would I watch it again? Maybe out of interest. But o- also, you know, if it was one of those where, say it's on at 10 o'clock at night, mm. and I've got home and I've missed one episode, am I that bothered about catching up with it? Probably not. No. Depends at what point in the journey it is. You know, if you're like halfway through, yeah. But if it's one of the early stages, no. So I wouldn't say it in would inspire me to do a podcast or to get truly invested. But I also don't think it's the worst that's been. No, I don't think made. it's the
1: worst. But I don't think I'd rush to rewatch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where would you rank it then? Mid table.
1: Yeah. 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 I don't think it deserves any higher than the middle.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll see what happens. Do you think they'll do end up doing a celebrity version with the uh, Australian celebs? I no, it will. doesn't.
1: You see, I don't think they will because I don't think that sounds like an Australian thing.
0: I don't know. All st- or would they call it All Stars? Hunted All No, Stars? that's
1: more of an American. Uh, okay. All Stars is American.
0: Fair enough. Uh, right then, though. Well, that's it. We've finished on uh, Hunted Australia. Um, It was a good, enjoyable watch, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, on reflection, there were too many fugitives. Yeah. Um, not enough in hq there are certain things we mentioned it earlier that we talked about it a little bit more certain things like covid and stuff did impact on it and I know we talked about it earlier um so i think that probably did have a bit of a impact on it yeah the trailers i've seen of this of season two that does a little bit does entice me a little bit more it looks a little bit more epic Mm -hmm. looks like there's a couple of fugitives who really play games with the cyber team like you know what a trojan horse is no where they like put stuff on it and send it in between the battle battle lines. Oh, okay, lines. right. So there was a it's old it's an old history thing. Forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, history teachers, but there was an ancient battle. They built this wooden horse thing. Soldiers hidden hid inside mm-hmm. and went and fought from the inside. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. so it was like a f- hidden thing on the inside, a Trojan horse. Mm. Um, looks like it's a lot more. And of course, we've got a piqued interest now and in by the fact that one of the fugitives yes. on there has used this bloody podcast yep. to prepare themselves for life on the run. Which yep. I just can't... B- bit weird. Bit weird, but also I'm looking forward to finding out a little bit more. So I need to watch it yes. just for that particular yes. reason. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens when it comes out into the UK. We know they've gone for more fugitives this time. I think that's probably an error. Um, but also, there is a challenge element in there. I think like the trailer says, it's an average of a fugitive pair a day. Mm. So... Um, it's a good challenge, and we'll see how it plays out when it does eventually land in the UK. Um, what's next then for us? We don't know yet, do we? Don't know. Um, so we still, at this point, don't know what's going to happen with the UK version of Hunted. It's usually hit our screens by now, yeah. Which is probably a telling sign to say that it's not going to hit our screens anytime soon. I think we're likely to see the next celeb one before we're likely to see the next UK yeah. one. But you never know because there's there's still the autumn TV schedules and stuff to come out, so you never know. No. Um, What we are going to do is we are going to take a break for a couple of weeks in terms of putting podcasts out, Mm -hmm. aren't we? Yeah. But there's a reason. Yes. Which is that we are going to interview (gasps) some people. Yes,
1: we're doing that.
0: But we're not going to tell you who just yet. No. But it is, we'll be focusing back on the UK version. Yeah. Um, so to all of those uh, that have watched and listened to the, for the last nine weeks or so that have been from our dear friends in Australia, thank you so much for watching Thanks. and listening and becoming part of the journey. Thanks for interacting with us on social media. Stick with us because we will be doing some more, <coughs> excuse me, Australian content in the future. Yeah. Because we do have one more Fugitive Pair to interview but dates wise it just clashes with when we're going to do this and for us the opportunity we've got to go and record these special few podcasts which we're going to put out in about a month so it's too good to turn down so we will rearrange with that one and we will revisit it another time which is why i'm why we said at the start of the episode it's the end of our australian series ish ish for now so we will pick it up at another point yeah um we will try and find out some more information about when Hunter's going to be on the TV. But I think what we're probably going to do next is one of two things. And it is, number one, possibly go back to the start. So we've obviously reviewed Australian Hunted and we did Celebrity Hunted as it went out. Mm-hmm. We might now go back to the start and do series one in a more succinct sort of five episode yeah. run where we talk about the series as a whole, we review a couple of the episodes and then sort of like five or six episodes um, of the podcast and done, and then move on to the next one. Or we're going to do Hunted, the real process. Yes. And that's finding out about the investigative process, what it actually does take to find out information, because Ben comes up with a really good line at the end of AU, doesn't he? Where he's talking about We've had 21 days to find 18 fugitives and to find 16 of them Mm. is phenomenal because it usually would take a team four, five, six times the size of this years to find one. Yeah. So it's quite interesting to delve into that. So we are maybe going to have a little look into that. Um, The only way to find out is um, what we're going to be doing is by following us on all things social media. Uh,
1: Twitter at huntedpod, Instagram at huntedpod. Facebook, HuntedPod, Threads at HuntedPod, or email us, HuntedPod at outlook dot com.
0: Yes, and please do say something in your email. Let us know what you'd like to hear, yeah. what you'd like to see, who you'd like us to talk to, and what you'd like us to find out. It's as much up to you as it is up to us. So please do get in touch and have your say on the TV show that we're all crazy about in all corners of the world. Whether you're here in the UK and it's been one of the long-running series or whether it's still fresh and exciting down under in Australia, we want to hear from you. Right, that is all we've got time for. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. In the meantime, don't forget to tell all your friends about it and don't forget to... Like, rate, and subscribe. And all that's left to say is your time on the pod is over and you have been hunted. Goodbye. Bye. Or should that be, good day, mate. <laughs> See you later, kids. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. You try to play, but you're never gonna beat the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me like sheep, move feet, hurt it easy. Don't wanna be fast asleep on this easy. Better stay tall, ready for a fight. Believe me, when they drive the chains, you can say no free
1: me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.